Hey everyone, welcome to the fourth episode of Kerkal. I'm your host and storyteller, Kairav Shah. Today's Kerkal, today's episode, is more than just a story. It's more than just an idea. It's more than all of us actually. Today's story, today's Kerkal, is a part of human evolution. Let me ask you one simple question. What do we need to build skyscrapers or you know high rise buildings engineers uh, architects oh, okay stones well we definitely do need these things but there is one most important thing or a machine i would say that we all see every day we all have probably used it every single day but haven't acknowledged it i'm talking about elevators also known as lift in some countries by the way Well, I understand you are not that excited. You are not mesmerized. Totally understandable. I know you might be thinking that, Kairav, we are living in the world of self-driving cars. We are living in the world of robots, and you are talking about elevators. By the way, what if I talk about flying cars today, or talk about human space travel to moon? You all will be shocked, right? You all will be mesmerized. Now, what if I say that the same excitement? feeling we run through when we hear flying cars or space travel was actually the same feeling people went through or experienced when they first saw elevators around 150 years back what if i tell you that without elevators we won't have tall buildings at all we won't have skyscrapers well the 15th floor balcony which you are standing right now listening to this podcast and enjoying the view of the sunset all gone will the person responsible to thank to bring about this remarkable breakthrough and because of whom we have skyscrapers towers and not just six story buildings is Alicia Graves Otis also regarded as the father of modern skyscrapers and his company Otis Elevators i bet the word otis rings a bell right approximately one out of five elevators in the entire globe is manufactured by otis elevators In US only, Otis has around 900,000 units of elevators installed, which roughly counts to 18 billion trips a year. To give you a reference, if you consider all human weight carried by all the elevators in the world for around six days, the elevators roughly carries a weight equal to half the weight of the entire planet. As of 2019, Otis Elevators have around 1.2 million elevator units installed globally, with 12 billion dollars in revenue. Insane, right? By the way, just like Xerox isn't a noun and photocopy actually is a noun, similarly, elevator isn't a noun. Moving staircases, but nobody calls it that. Blown, right? Well, Otis patented the word elevators, and rest is what we see and say now. To understand how Otis Elevators became the largest manufacturer of elevators in the world, and basically how did the world got its first elevator, we're gonna move a little back in the timeline. A little more back, actually. The history of elevators or moving staircase, whatever we call it, goes back to 336 BC. The first moving staircase was invented by the great Archimedes. It was a simple hoist over a rod. Later in 18th century, 1743 actually, King Louis XV notably used the first passenger elevator to carry himself from first floor to second floor in his own mansion, basically lifted by his own servant, which was called as a flying chair. 
Later in 1760s, the world witnessed the industrial revolution and everything changed. By that time, the necessity for industrial equipment grew immensely. The demand rose globally and then came what we call as elevators. By the way, these weren't passenger elevators. These were industrial elevators, either steam powered or hydraulic. Actually, elevators were considered unsafe for humans. They were only used for industrial purposes. What made it unsafe though, you ask? For that, we need to revisit our high school physics fundamentals. Ever since my high school, I always thought about what gravity defying means. Each one of us might have at least heard once about gravity defying moments in sci-fi movies. You might have sure been fascinated by Keanu Reeves in Matrix defying gravity, right? So what does gravity defying actually means? Is it going against the gravity? Well, the brilliance of an airplane is not that it can fly or go up against the gravity. The beauty of an airplane is that it can stay up there. <laughs> Ironic, right? In simple terms, you are not actually defying gravity by jumping in the air. You are defying gravity by staying up in the air afloat without free falling. Coming back to the question, the real problem was not sending the elevators up. The real problem was how to bring them down without the elevators free falling. There were cases where even the industrial materials transferred via elevators resulted into free falling, destroying the entire manufacturing plant. A similar accident took place at one of the plant in New York. A man named Otis, who was a mechanic and a woodworker at this very same plant, witnessed this scenario. Well, Otis was not just a mechanic or a woodworker. This man had an history of failed businesses. Elisha Otis had tried starting his own machinery business from making beds to whatnot, but all failed until he came across this specific problem. He thought, what if you can prevent the elevator or moving staircase from free falling? What if you can stop the elevator when you want it to? Two words, braking system. A braking system consisted of a shaft, a buggy spring and a rope. The spring was connected to a shaft and the shaft connected to the two adjacent vertical rods with triangular gaps in it. Whenever the rope breaks, the spring expands, the shaft engages with the gaps, thus preventing elevator from the freefall. If you want to picturize the first elevator built by Otis, visit otis.com and see the first image in the history section. It wasn't a masterpiece, but it worked well enough to sustain any comparable weight. Yes, Otis did not invent elevators, but he invented the braking system, a way to stop the elevator from freefalling. But who knew that this braking system will lay the underlying foundation of the world's first automatic passenger elevators? This was a breakthrough. Nothing could stop Otis now. But there was one major issue. How should one convince people that this elevator is safe for humans? Well, just for your reminder, this was 1853. The brakes weren't invented. The first disc brakes were founded in 1902. So this was exactly explaining people now to get on a flying car. Now, Otis was not just an inventor. He was also a great marketer. All of his entrepreneurial experiences had taught him how to sell. So he rounded his two sons, Charles and Norton, founded Union Elevator Works, later called as Otis Brothers and Company, and now Otis Elevators. He realized that the best way to win the trust of the people was to demonstrate the safety of this machine live. So in 1854, 
he went to New York World Fair for a live demonstration. By the way, note that these days we celebrate innovation and events like TED Talks and Innovation Expos. But back then, the big attraction during the 19th century revolved around the World Fairs, aka World Expositions. There he was, among thousands of people, watching him risk his own life on something nobody has seen before. He sat on his elevator pad. One of his sons pulled the rope up. People were looking at him like he was a magician, like it's a show with their jaws open, waiting for a miracle. Finally, the second son cut the rope, and boom, there was no free fall. All safe, gentlemen, all safe. Otis said, shouting his lungs out. Yes, those were his actual words, and these words also laid the foundation of Otis Elevator Company. In 1857, Otis Elevators installed their first passenger elevators at Hogwarts Company Building in New York City, which costed around $300 and ran at 40 feet per minute. In 1866, St James Hotel in New York became the first hotel to have Otis passenger elevator installed, and it became a selling point. It was so fascinating that people from different countries visited United States, New York, just to experience this magical machine. They became one of the highest early tourist attraction spots in the United States. People, tourists, were calling it a vertical train. But was it a train? Well, elevators are the only machines in the world which has traveled the most distance, but have zero displacement. Some say that these elevators literally changed the country altogether. In 1931, the infamous Empire State Building opened, which had 64 elevators covering 103 floors. For around 43 years, it was the world's tallest building. Over the years, safety enhancement took place. Elevator music came into place to reduce passenger anxiety. A new job as a liftman operator came into place, which is now obviously obsolete. After all these years, as of 2020, it is virtually impossible for elevators to kill humans. Yes, this is not me saying; it's legally proved and binding. It's so amazing that such a simple machine, which we use or not even acknowledge, presently was responsible in contributing on changing mankind's path to evolution. So this was a story, a gadget of one of the greatest invention of all time in human history. So next time you board an elevator and a Mozart jazz is playing in the background, just acknowledge and appreciate this engineering masterpiece, preventing you from free falling. If you have any questions, suggestions, do reach me out at carecutcontact@gmail.com or simply ping me on Instagram. Stay safe, stay home, and keep tuning.